Ladies and gentlemen, talking with the dad, episode 81, the podcast coming to you live on YouTube right now. Stevie, what's up this week, man? How's everything? Everything's good, man. I'm uh, feeling healthier, feeling better, feeling strong. I feel like you got a nice workout over the last few days. Absolutely. Snowpocalypse was amazing. <sighs> it was absolutely amazing. Snowpocalypse was, uh, <laughs> it was something. It was something. I sent you the picture of my car. Where if I if I hadn't put the windshield wipers up, the only way I would have been able to tell was there was a mound of a uh, mound of snow where my car normally is. <laughs> Dude, man, I I gotta say, man, I have neighbors that uh that live right you know to the left of me, and the fact that their house is still standing is absolutely mind boggling to me. Like it's this is it's a shanty for sure, like one hundred percent. Like it has that type of feel to it. And I'm okay. every time there's a major storm, I'm extremely worried about them. Not enough to go over and check on them, obviously, because they're kind of strange. Well, do you know but, if they're alive? Have you seen them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen them, or I've seen people that I assume are them. I don't know. <laughs> it, it, it Body doubles. <laughs> Could have been, been the pod people for all I know, too. Mm -hmm. But they seem to be doing good. Uh, the person that had the most fun with this, obviously, was uh, my dog. That first oh, yeah. went outside and she jumped around and she was like, "Oh man, this." It's really cold. <laughs> she came running back and out. She took off again this morning. Dude, like, uh, I, went, I went to go latch her up to go use it so she can use the bathroom. And I had her gone. sit. Hey, boom. Off the stairs. You don't hold her? <laughs> huh? You don't hold her? Caesar says you shouldn't physically hold your dog. Okay. That's fair. I had a. Okay. Steve's. We're giving a tour of Steve's room here. Um, I mean, I, I guess so, man. I guess so. The fucking my dog gets held until he gets a, until he gets a, the lead on, dude. Absolutely gets held until he gets the lead on, because <laughs> he will take off and you cannot catch him. Because he like gets that glimpse of freedom and he's like, I'm fucking out. These people suck. <laughs> like that dog couldn't have a better life, dude. I wish I had that dog's life. And that dog is like, you know what, you guys, fuck you guys. I'm gone, man. And uh, it's like America. I will explore it and be a part of it. Yep, yep. That's, that that is exactly exactly. It. He has to he has to be held for sure. You pumped up for these fights and all? There's fights tomorrow. Yeah, man. Who's fighting? Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. Oh yes. Oh yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, pumped up enough to watch him for sure, right? Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll watch him while I'm playing WoW for sure. Watch these free fights. Well, nothing stopped me, goddammit. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Watch these free fights that I pay how much money a year for? Exactly. That's exactly the point. And that's where they're winning the ratings war, man. And I, I just feel bad. Boxing got in on the ESPN too late. and Dude, I've been enjoying Triple G fought tonight, right? Did he? Was that tonight? Yeah, I think it was. What's that? I could just Google GGG. Uh, yeah. Gennady Golovkin. Gennady Golumkin. Did he win? Gennady. Uh, do you want me to tell you? I don't know if you wanted me to spoil it or not. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I TKO'd the guy. Yeah. I wonder, you know, there's no point in that. Actually, technically, there is a point in him and Canelo fighting a third time, but... Well, because he was robbed the first one, and uh, the, the result <laughs> of the first one should have been the result of the second one. Absolutely. He That's was robbed exactly, exactly twice in a row. <laughs> exactly what i'm talking about oh he put him down was that in round one did you see the okay so you, obviously you didn't know that there was fights on uh there was a mishap in the co-main the the timekeeper 
the set like the second round or something was only a minute long what yeah the, yeah the second round was only a minute long the timekeeper fucked up oh that dude's gonna be killed <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's ever happened in recorded history of boxing that I, I know of. I, I, I mean, listen. <laughs> I couldn't tell you if it, if it happened or not. Um, but it definitely it definitely does. I saw tweets about it. I saw a lot of discussion about it online. Um, and brutal, dude. Imagine imagine being that guy. Dude, talking about not wanting to be the bonehead like in those reels when they do those like those blooper sports reels, being that guy is worse than being the guy that like Jordan dunked on and his penis is hanging in your face. That's the guy who I've always felt bad for in every Michael Jordan poster. <laughs> Getting posterized. That's that's There's got to be a version of that in so- in uh, in hockey, uh, hockey, hockey, right? Um, yeah, like it's, it's called it's dangled. Yeah, it's called getting dangled where like yeah. uh, it's a breakaway and you're going one direction and then flip yourself the other and the fucking goalie just just decides to go off in one direction and, and it's not the right one. Yeah, yeah. Getting deked out of his shorts. It's, there's that in soccer, too. It's it's definitely fucking getting megged in soccer. Um, yeah, there's, there's, there's that in pretty much everything. The shake and bake and racing, you know, the shake and bake and racing. Yeah, that's where you get. So, like, in I know a little bit about NASCAR, but it was, so like they get oh, they get really close. They get really close up to each other and actually touch right because the the guy the guy in the back is drafting and he has zero drag on his car. So he'll get up behind him and he'll he'll just ride the bumper and then just fucking zoom around someone. It's super sick, dude. Uh, did you see that? Of course you did. That formula. I don't know if it's Formula One. Uh, the nasty car crash and the guy basically walked away with. Away from it in yeah. Europe. Yeah, yeah. It was it was um, Roman Grosjean. Absolutely, he fucking went head head nose first into a, a guardrail. So a few years ago, they added these things on the front of the car uh, called halos, where it kind of comes up in the center and then around the driver's head. Because before the 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 top of the helmet was like that was it. There was nothing blocking it. And um, they added this these halos, and they're super structurally sound and it hit right on the halo. It literally would have decapitated him. That's insane. That he, it yeah. Like, I think, what was it? Just a broken leg or something like that? Uh, burned like, hands. That's insane, dude. Yeah. Burned that's hands. Absolute, and he said, absolute. I love that you're doing the prep for the show now. <laughs> During the middle of the show, he's doing all the fucking prep. <laughs> no, it's funny because like everything was okay when we first started, and I just watched the lighting gradually get worse. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is that? All right, we're switching. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Roman Grosjean for sure. That was a that was a crazy, crazy crash. Walked away from it. He got out of the car himself. Like, um, walked away. It was it was absolutely insane. Uh, didn't realize Mando was in the time period. Is Drew? It was an amazing episode. Uh, Shane, I don't know if you've seen the latest episode of Mandalorian, but uh, it was amazing. We'll, co- we'll we'll talk about that another time. But I, here's what I gotta say, right, about the Mandalorian. Spoilers or no spoilers? No spoilers. I'm I'm not that guy. I can't okay. do it. We're still we're still in embargo. Um, no, we're not in embargo. <laughs> I for, I I give it 48 hours from the premiere. You're on, you're on a personal crusade to not spoil things, and that's fine. But do not call it an embargo because then I'm then we have we have legal issues. <laughs> Listen, 
we're we're Cuba in this situation right now. But I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, man. And I'm, I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be funny about it. I'm not gonna be cute. This is single handedly, in my opinion, the Mandalorian and everything, every property that's been launched from it or where they're going has saved the Star Wars franchise. You can't even debate it. Ooh, you can't deb- hot take. You, you can't debate after those last two movies that there was a future in Star Wars after Disney's acquired Lucasfilm that people were happy about or even seemed like they weren't interested in, right? And now people are actually interested in Star Wars. So you can cut it any way you like it. It's on a streaming platform. Maybe that's it. Mm-hmm. You're not paying to go see in the theater. It's a, a longer story, more opportunity for character development. But I'm just saying business-wise and, and story-wise, this is the best it's been in quite some time. And the future is very bright, especially with all the the LPs, the IPs they uh, announced at the Disney uh, investors call. Like it, it looks really good, man. And it's you know, it didn't have to be a bunch of drama. You know, like Bloomberg reported, like they'll probably keep Kathleen Kennedy on. That's the the head of the studio for as a figurehead, and they'll just continue to move the business along in spite of her. Okay, you know, because she was notorious about uh, the way she dealt with the uh, the movies. People had warned her that it was heading in a bad direction, and she basically defended it at every turn. And uh, so I'm, I'm actually, I'm just actually really glad that we're in a place where it's looking good. It's looking good. The rest of the country is about to burn down any second now, but you know, Star Wars is looking good, so we're okay, boys. Yeah. And we we're can't okay. burn because we're under a foot of snow. <laughs> yeah, we're okay. We're okay. I mean, everything looked good in the city with the snow, man. Did you see these people down there in the city snowboarding, skiing? Uh, that seems like a great idea. Like, if I lived in the city, I would totally have a friend with, like, a truck or, like, a Jeep or something tow me around so I could, like, snowboard on the street. That sounds like a fucking great time, actually. Ah, that's how I know you didn't grow up in the city. Any friend with a, a truck or anything like that avoids any phone calls from anyone that doesn't have a truck in the city. Because you assume what they're calling you for is to help them move Astoria <laughs> to Brooklyn or something. No, 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 no. I don't want any of that. I don't want you to help me move. I want you to tow me behind your fucking, your sweet whip so I can I can do some tricks, you know? <laughs> so I can guy avoiding the call hey zach it's me steve oh man super busy steve. wow cracks you hear that i just broke my own arm <laughs> so what do, you, what, do we, what do we think about the topics tonight zach we, we got we got a few gotta get got a few things in here what do you think about it listen i think it's gonna be a good show um you know, I always think it's going to be a good show. I'm slightly biased. I might be a uh, a partner in this somehow. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think uh, I like the topics, short and sweet. I don't think there's anything too crazy long on there, like the alien talk from the last episode. And uh... <laughs> listen, man, food and aliens—that's what we get into here, dude. Right? I can get into food all day, man. Oh, speaking of this, for a second though, um, yeah. Monday show this upcoming week. Are we doing UFC awards like we did last year? Oh, that's right. We're at the end of the year. Huh? We're at the end we of the year. We, we, and this is the last card it. tomorrow, so it would be an appropriate time. So I guess Monday show. Look forward to um, our UFC awards. I don't have the uh, list of things that I had last year pulled up, um, but you know, best knockout, comeback, comeback career, like. Yeah, there's a, there's a few on there that are very good. Um, biggest yeah. fall from grace. I think we did that last year. I have one slated for this one very clearly. Um, <laughs> I won't. I think I, I think I know who it is, but I won't. You it. absolutely know who it is. Everyone does. <laughs> it's not a secret. So look forward to that. Any of the UFC fans out there, uh, make sure to tune in with the live stream 
on the YouTube channel. And uh, yeah, if you're an audio listener, just fucking keep chugging along. Keep downloading the episodes. Re-listen to the episodes. We need you to yeah. re-listen to every single one of the episodes three, maybe four times weekly. Um, so <laughs> we're going to have to, have to get need, you on that. We need your, we need a commitment from you guys. On this. Yeah. Four yeah, times yeah. a day. Four Click times a day. <laughs> <laughs> listen to it religiously. Listen for the secret sound bites and shout outs. Yeah, out, there are you. satanic messages behind every word that Steve says. <laughs> Translated roughly to could you please pick me up a sandwich from <laughs> <laughs> Could you please pass the butter? <laughs> so I I, I want to kick it off. I want to kick it off with uh with the one I'm I'm going right into it because this is I'm going right to topic one. This is a this is a tent pole topic here. This is this over is the last uh, last folks. few weeks. So this is uh something in my life, my lifetime, right? Black president happened. Uh pandemic on a world scale happened. 9-11, all these things happened. Sony has officially pulled Cyberpunk from the PlayStation store. Correct. Now this is this. I'm 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 about I'm stuttering. <laughs> You're so excited. <laughs> You're seething. I, I could not believe that this happened because I was just watching rich reviews over uh, Review Tech. I believe is the name of the chat sure. channel, and he was just he he showed a screen capture of either him or someone else trying to get a refund based on Sony's Sony's policy on refunds okay. for a game. And he's well within their policy. According to the letter of their policy, mm -hmm. the game doesn't launch. He should get a refund. And, of course, he's getting hit with the, I'm sorry, I would ask that you understand you are not eligible for a refund. And it's quite a long conversation. And then the next thing you know, boom, they're like, that's it. That's how much the public outcry for money back has been. Where they're like, we got to get this out of here. Yes. We have to take this all. We have to take this up. So I'm trying to find some way to quantify this and equate it to something else but this is such a huge debacle and i don't know who's the blame for it more the blame i should say is it sony is it the developers is it the consumers for you know who's who's at fault here i'm sure zach's gonna cue us in but it's a big deal and i think this sets a precedent for other things that need to happen on the PlayStation Store, because this oh is wait, you, you this is a PlayStation Store issue for you. See, see, yeah. this isn't right. This is a one-off, right? So there was No Man's Sky, which the developers blatantly lied about. There was Fallout 76, which was just not the game anyone was expecting it to. There's been a number of games that were serious, serious flops uh, on the same scale that Cyberpunk is, but not everyone is in revolt the same way that people are with Cyberpunk. And especially because they, they, they completely deceited and lied about previous gen consoles. They even put out like, hey, this is what, this is what computers will be able to run it. And it was right. like, less than what call of duty recommends that you use uh to run their you know title um and people on the playstation were like oh dude if a fucking 3700k can run it then like fuck yeah ps4 can run it then it's like it's like no 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 neither of those things were true um yeah you're thinking this is going to cause Sony to update their refund policy. Um, I think this is going to cause them to double down on it um, and make this another special occasion when, say, Grand Theft Auto 6 comes out and it's a complete mess, right? There will be special occasions in, the, in which the PlayStation Store will, will allow mass refunds the way that they had, but there will never be another time, in my opinion, that a game gets removed from the PlayStation Store. 
Yeah. PlayStation stands by their developers. They, I, I know, I think from what I could recall, Sony has a very, very good relationship with a lot of their developers, um, with third party or or not. And I don't think they, they will remove it, but I think the mass scale of outrage is what has done this. And I don't know if there'll be another game with as much hype behind it, with as little follow through as what Cyberpunk had, um, that will allow Sony to do this again. I, I just I don't I don't foresee that. There's no like you would have to imagine a game right now would have to start building hype and come out in ten years to to make that happen, right? Right. So here's the interesting thing, but does it set the precedent where people are let me choose my words carefully. Does it set the precedent for people as consumers to say, hey, we now know that we have the power if we legitimately. No. Uh, yeah, it, it would take the, the, the stars would have to align perfectly again. Um, mm. I see so you see this as a, as a Sony PlayStation like thing. No, I see it. I, I say that it's huge that um, that it happened um, because it probably will never happen again. Um, no, I don't see it exclusively as that. I see it as a byproduct and a result of what happens when you abuse consumers. I see it as something that's happened in the snowball effect where too many games have gotten away with being released in a sh- uh, what's I'm trying not to curse, but I lost the better an argument. unpolished state. You know, yeah, sure. I, I think that people will 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 not accept that. Um, yeah. But I also think that that people will push developers even harder, right? right. I, I don't think most people see this as, hey, we need to be softer on these developers and give them more time. It was, hey, these developers need to use their time a little bit better. This game has been in development for eight years, uh, and that is very uncommon in, in the gaming industry, right? Games are right. in development on the long end for years, right? And you can't start building PR and hype and and, and buzz around a game when it's not even in a, in a state that you could call like alpha testing or pre-alpha testing, right? They started, when they bought the script to Cyberpunk, they were like, there's going to be a Cyberpunk game soon. And then they're like, eight years later, it, it still seemed rushed, right? Like, I'm curious in how long and, and how much effort was actually put into Cyberpunk for the first seven years, you know? That's what it seems like to me is where they're like, hey, we put a release date in 2019 and... Well, it's 2019 and we haven't started yet, you know, like <laughs> they're all sitting around eating sandwiches like should we be doing yeah. something right now? <laughs> the poor optimization on, on a on a platform that it was originally developed for is really, truly an issue here, um, because you got to imagine when the game started with development eight years, that first round of development and optimization and testing was for the PlayStation 4. Right. But that I should be the baseline of where it should start. Like the PlayStation 4. OK, the PS5 is coming out. OK, we're going to port it to the PS5 and not develop it. This is the first case of a game that was developed for a, for a PC and was badly ported to a console, in my opinion. Right. Um, many a times as a PC gamer, we have seen a game developed for a, for a, a console and be really poorly ported over to a to a place or a, to a PC. Right. We've seen that right. time and time again. Literally every Call of Duty is that, you know, this is the first time we're seeing the opposite. But even on the on the PC side, it wasn't as polished, in my opinion, as a as what should be from that developer. Right. Everyone has this high regard of CD Projekt Red because they've made the Witcher series. And if you go back and play the Witcher one, it's not a, not a very, very great game. It's, it's good in its own regard. 
but it's not like this fantastic game, but they, they progressed, right? They, Witcher 1 was okay, Witcher 2 was better, and Witcher 3 was a fantastic game, right? And so then they rode that hype into a underpolished, underdeveloped product, uh, and I think people see around... You know, hey, we loved this game. You can't love a developer. You you, you can love a game series, but you can't yeah. love you can't love a developer, in my opinion, because you never know what product they're going to come out with. I found it interesting that one of our contributors, I like to call, uh, you know, the people who watch and participate in our show. You guys always contribute your opinions and insights. You get bring us scoops and stuff like that. But for this, for RM to be having similar issues playing Cyberpunk on a computer specs, did you see the comment? Specs are pretty beefy. I saw I saw the comment. But I think I forgot to read all of it. I think I saw yeah, it like so, early in the morning, and then it was like, oh, I was like, oh wow, I don't have to, I don't have to read this when I'm awake and intelligently respond. Very, and I apologize, very, I, did, I did not do that. But it, he wrote a very, thesis. Very, yeah, very, very, very insightful. Very, I love that yeah. type of engagement. Sure. And uh, apparently, experiencing some of the same, similar. If I'm wrong, RM, please correct me. Similar things that people were experiencing on uh, PlayStation Four with the computers sure. that. It's not, perfect. it's not perfect. People, it's not perfect. People will say that, like, hey, you know, why are you complaining about a game that was that's a modern game and, you know, released on a console that's that old, right? But the consoles aren't the only thing having issues, right? There are right. still graphical bugs and issues and uh, and disparities between different consoles or, or computers. I don't know why I keep wanting to say console, yeah. right? My computer will run it different than your computer, Right. And they're different specs, to be fair. Right. But yeah, my spec, my computer will run it different than someone with the same spec. Right. And that's kind of what we've seen kind of almost across the board. Right. And yeah. that's where the issue lies, is that it seems to be almost random as to what will work and what won't. Now, NVIDIA released a driver uh, across uh, many of their series of graphics cards that seem to fix a lot of the um, performance-based issues, but that shouldn't also have to be on NVIDIA's side to do that. Now, right. drivers do drivers are developed for this reason, and, and they do help, but the entire basis of your performance of your game should not be on, on some other company to do that. And I, I think that's where it's a little bit unfair. No, absolutely. I mean, at this point, I'm looking for something positive about the game, right? And when I say the that, storytelling not- is fantastic. The story itself, from what I have heard, is very, very good. It is very solid. If you could look past the pop in, if you could look past characters falling through floors, if you can look past um, the fact that you can't like do anything within the world without the cops absolutely destroying you within within the next few seconds right there's a number of things that have very very serious issues in the game but the core that little nugget in the center where you actually are looking through and playing the story from what i hear could be considered the best story told in video games really that is what i've heard out of a number of people's mouths who, who i respect I know that uh, I'm not no spoilers on the game. I've, I haven't played it, but I know there's uh, some big reveals in the game or some plot twists that people have really enjoyed. And, uh, sure. Apparently, Keanu's character didn't disappoint. It's one of those. This is one of those things, man. Where uh, on a level where I'm empathetic to people who were looking forward to this game. It's like, and when I say looking forward to it, right? Like, I mean in a community sense. Like, you know, you want to buy something, you want to be able to play it, talk about it with your friends. And just really nerd True. out on it and to be robbed of that experience for some people. Obviously, there are other people I've seen around the Internet who are like, I'm having a great time. No issues. People to are. People are. People yeah. are having a fantastic time. And, you know, your experience may vary. 
right? right. And and that's right. the issue, right? When you release a game, now the way that people perceive your game will be different, but the way that the game performs on similar platforms should not yeah. be. That should be the constant in which your game is is running on. Um, yeah. and, and unfortunately, at the moment, the Cyberpunk is is not doing that. It it is struggling and thriving across many different things. I saw a case of a guy who has a PS4, a first-gen PS4, said he bought it when the game, when the console came out, and he's like, I've been playing Cyberpunk with zero issues, and I've enjoyed myself thoroughly the entire time. And it's like, you are a fucking anomaly, sir. Or, or ma'am, I'm not sure which one. You are an anomaly. But, you know, someone, I think someone in our chat last week said that they're playing on an Xbox One S and have had zero issues as well. You know, exactly. like it, it, your your experience may vary, and that is the issue. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, so it's all it's being man. It sucks that it's being thrown into this lot, and that this game is in this lot as well. It's been put next to Avengers and Anthem in the conversation. Yeah. Of, so even worse than those two is No Man's Sky and Fallout seventy six, and I've already compared to those two uh, quite commonly. Um, but. But the good thing about being compared to those two is No Man's Sky is maybe the best comeback game of, of all time, right? And it right. released and it was in this really, really bad state. And, like, they called them out on a bunch of the bullshit that they said. And, like, they were like, yo, you know, the, the universe is so vast that you, you know, there is a multiplayer, but you na may never see another person, right? And then, like, 30 seconds later, like, two different guys were like, yeah, no, we're standing on the same planet looking at the exact same thing at the exact same time and we can't see each other. And they're like, well, you know, maybe multiplayer isn't in the game. We don't know. And like <laughs> two, you, mean, you don't know. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> two years. They, they there was a there's a long video on this where they for the, the first year deactivated Twitter's didn't respond to anything. And then patch after patch after patch after patch after patch came out. And now, like, you see the checklist of things that they promised and the things that they didn't deliver on day one. So it was like, so say they promised 50 things and they delivered 13. Now it's like they promised 50 and now they have 113, right? So now they've they've overdeveloped the game and now it is apparently, I've, I've played it a little bit, but I don't understand it. So I fucking left. I uninstalled it. Um, they, you know, they say that it's, it's a very good value for your money and time now. Yeah. You know what? I feel that way uh, laughably about Avengers in regards to the Kate Bishop DLC. But yeah, that's, that's only game. one thing. That's, that's that's one thing, right? Amongst one, the one, amongst the, the myriad of issues that that game has had, one well, good on, blip, one good blip on doesn't doesn't hold redeem on, it. Hold on for a second. The issues that the game has had has been content. So that's the primary issue. There aren't widespread. I mean, there there are a lot of bugs in the game, but nothing where it's like the major complaint is there isn't enough. To the actual campaign sure. and that the uh, the uh, multiplayer, it's it's redundant. It absolutely is. There's no other way to cut it. When they came up with the word redundant, they had forecasted this game <laughs> many months ago, sure. right? It's 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 lazy that when I go to do run a mission with Zach in Avengers, that we actually run through the basically the same lair, right? The same aim dungeon or whatever you want to mm -hmm. call it, and it's that same thing over and over again, right? Over it's over that's again. lazy. Now, the one thing I will say is that when they released the Kate Bishop and I played it, I killed that in like a day, maybe a day and a half. So how how much time do you think it added to the game? Uh, Probably added like another, at best, six hours. Okay. At best. It's so at best, it, so you're hours. looking at 18 hours total for the game so far. 
Yeah. And they had to release a DLC to get it to that point. And but what it did do, so the positives that came out of the Kate Bishop DLC is that it, it, it did something that I think a lot of people who are used to reading comics are used to. It expanded the story. So now you see that there sure. is a plan. There is a larger arc. But they would have been better just releasing those back to back. They did fix a lot of the glitches in the game. And then they did something really weird, like old school Street Fighter weird, like Street Fighter Butterfly Edition weird. They preview, previewed something that we know they're going to do with Captain America in a glitch. So they had this moment where they had Cap holding Thor's hammer like he did in Endgame. Okay. And someone screen captured it, put it on Twitter, and they're like, "Like this is a glitch, but it's still here. And it's not a glitch in the sense where he's holding the hammer instead of his shield. It's he's using it with the mechanics that Thor would use the hammer with. Like the animation is dead on. for It's optimized for a Cap. And like she's like, I, the guy's basically like, I don't know if they released this early, and I'm the only guy that's seeing this, but he showed at least 15 minutes of it. And so now we know that that's something that they're, they're going to do in the future. At any rate, in regards to Cyberpunk, clean it up, man. Clean it up for the PlayStation 4 people. Clean it up for the PlayStation 5 people. Actually, Sony, activate your goddamn NVMe slot. I don't. What's the wait for it? <laughs> What, what do you, I, for, what do you I had forgotten up? about that, and that, that is hilarious. <laughs> um, unfortunately, the Kate Bishop DLC has not brought, brought back PC players. Um, no, it has not. I'm the uh, only one. I came back. 30 day, <laughs> 30 day average is less than a thousand still. So I'm, I'm the only, me and Pete, me and Pete are the only ones playing it on PC. I would me, probably Pete. say that that is correct. <laughs> me, Pete, and that other guy <laughs> that, that keeps trying to get into the lobby with us. <laughs> Uh, anyway, any any other parting words of wisdom for Sony? How they uh, were you surprised? That they I have did no, this no, for? I have no parting wishes for Sony. Sony did the correct thing here. Sony has nothing right. to do with the development and and release of the of the game. Let's be fair; they did the correct thing in removing it and um, issuing refunds. So, I, I no, I have no parting parting words for Sony. Uh, I gotta tell you, I, I keep looking at topic five, man. I saw it early when you put it on there, and it just it's genius absolutely what do you mean it's, it's, a, it is we'll get to it eventually but i have i have many yeah. many words to say about that topic and it is not genius none of them are genius none of them are even no, good no. it is all no, 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 all, no, no, no. all that's negative not, no that's not genius the way you typed it out is <laughs> it's just i'm sorry it's, it's it's if you've seen this in any other setting any other context i would laugh but i'll let you read it aloud man there's something i do want to talk to you about right okay and this is what we we we, we could have saved it for monday but you and i we love a good mma match i would call you zach on my list of people that i will talk to mma about i'm very specific about this and you know this I will duck out of a conversation with a moron when it comes to combat sports. I'm like, as soon as I hear someone say something like, well, Conor McGregor could beat Mike Tyson in a boxing match. I'm like, I'm out. I'm out. Get this guy, get this guy I like away to, I like me. to entertain those people. <laughs> no, I can't do it because then they also think they know martial arts, and that can be dangerous for everyone involved legally. Yeah, but, well, the martial arts that they think they know was Wing Chun, and we all know how that goes. Oh, man, you, you just offended like – 2.5% of our viewership. Right I thought you were going to say 2.5 people. Because <laughs> that would have been way more funny. But I, I got to ask you, man. Uh, are you a fan of uh, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson? Like, Listen, that, 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 is a, that is the shittiest question anyone's ever asked me. Who isn't? A, a lot of people. A lot of people. Who, like, who are these idiots? Introduce them to me. <laughs> no, all right. So 
Here's here's my thing about Stevie Wonder Boy Thompson. I should be more specific in the question. Do you think he can honestly, at this age, make another run for welterweight gold? How old is he? I think he's got to be like 33, 34, I believe. If he's only 33 or 34, then yes, I do. Um, right. He's 37. Um, okay. So maybe not. <laughs> um, do I think he is the best karate practitioner that... that uh, the UFC has ever seen. Yes. Do I yes. think he has maybe some of the best kicks that uh, the UFC has ever seen? Yes. Do I think that he is one of the most dynamic and exciting fighters at welterweight? Yes. Do I think he is a uh, championship caliber fighter at this point? Well, we'll find out this weekend, I guess, um, <laughs> because he has some he has some questionable moments and some questionable losses, but. Um, he has everything it takes 100% to be a champion, in my opinion, right? He has everything it takes, but, you know, will it all come together, right? That is that is the question. Um, against, against Woodley, it didn't, you know? Yeah. But also that style, stylistically, is a bad matchup for him. We'll see. We'll see. I, I don't think... All right, all right. So here's 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 the hard part, right? Against Woodley, no, it didn't. Against Showtime Pettis, no, it didn't. That was and a then, luck. That was lucky. Let's be fair. That, that, that was, was that was the luckiest punch thrown. Anyone is so like you like ultimately, uh, in my opinion, you can't say that it didn't come together because it was it, it was a moment. It's the same as a uh, um, DC versus Stepe one. That was that was a. That was a punch that seemingly shouldn't have done anything, and it, it gets the it gets the fight done. Um, you know what, man? Uh, you, you're gonna work that into your closing argument on your deathbed. You, oh, you, you better believe it. And, you're, and you're by the way, DC was a fraud. <laughs> so look, here's my thing, man. I think that Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. I agree with everything you just said, man. He's exciting to watch. His ascent. And popularity was amazing to watch because you know he got. I to, I've told you this countless times. MMA guys scoffed at him nonstop when he made his transition over the MMA, dude. Sure, but he did it right, man. He went to train with a uh, GSP down there in TriStar. Trained with Chris up, Weidman, up, obviously up up because oh, yeah, up, 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 yeah, he's from yeah. South Carolina. He's not like he's not from fucking Northern Canada. <laughs> That's the only time you can ever say he's down. Not, he's not a Viking. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, dude, he's he's yeah, not a Viking he for there, sure. <laughs> he went up there and trained with GSP and them, trained with Chris Wyman, you know, yeah. his wrestling chops, everything a person can do to take it. He's a real martial artist, man. Uh and you know, he he's just marched forward. Now he's had some setbacks in his career. The guy he's getting ready to go up against, I don't know his name offhand, uh, is a killer. It's Jeff Neal. And, and Je uh, Jeff Neal is not only a killer, but he's also a very technical striker, which leads to most of his knockouts go if you go watch his highlight reel there's no looping hooks in there like, it's all very it's all very time but again Stephen wonderboy thompson has taken guys like this apart most of his career right there's a huge skill gap between him and most of the other strikers I, and yeah, i think this, pure striker i think sure. this yeah pure striker look at what he did to george masvidal like if you ever want to go and see uh jorge masvidal i call him george it's yeah. You know, that was an internet name for a long time, but I am afraid that he will show up to your house. <laughs> we have a lot of the same political views, so we, I should be fine. 
True. Like, true. <laughs> I'm like, Jorge, let's talk it out. It was all fake, man. <laughs> it was a stolen it election. He's like, yeah, what? Uh, <laughs> he just sits down like, agreed. Yeah, agreed. Do you have any food here? I'm going to stay here for a few weeks. Is that okay? <laughs> yeah. Stay wherever you want. Uh, <laughs> I honestly think welterweight's not for him anymore, man. I think that if I was him, I know that middleweight's a hard call, especially when you got a family member in the division. But uh, I think he has a better chance at middleweight. I I just have this feeling, man. I don't have any data to back it up. I just have a feeling he does it better at middleweight and has a better run. But we'll see how he does, does, man. Uh, A lot of people are already counting him out of this fight. I don't think that's a very smart thing to do. No, I don't count him out of the fight at all. I think he's definitely a gatekeeper for good reason. I don't mean that in a disrespectful way, man. He is a guy that if you want to prove that you're you're good enough, go up against Stephen Wonderboy. Very few people call him out. <laughs> very, yeah, very, no, very, very <laughs> few people have ever. And he doesn't call anyone out himself. No. Um, very, very few people will call out will call out Wonderboy, man. And for very good reason, because he's fucking dangerous. Because <laughs> he is dangerous, man. He is. Uh, he's he's always one fight away from a title shot. You know, yeah. one or two fights away from a title shot, and he is. He will fucking put you out. <laughs> Ended Jake Ellenberger's career and stopped Robert Whitaker's run at welterweight. Cold. <laughs> Robert Whitaker was on his way to a belt at, at welterweight. And, uh, yeah. yeah, I came to a screeching halt. I was watching Wonder Boys. Uh, I was watching him on YouTube, and he's doing a reaction to uh, realistic fights and movies. And I yep. I watched the there's same a, video. There's a there's a portion where he's talking about what situations where he would get into a fight, and for a brief second, I could see into Wonder Boy's soul where he's like very calm, but I could see like if you push the line on him. yeah you know listen he's he's not he's not a bar scrapper he's a secret bar scrapper you know have you heard the the masvidal story about how he how he got in a fight in a nightclub in miami and then went and then went and hid in the bathroom and then knocked that guy out too because he wasn't sure if it was one of them wonder boy is gonna is gonna knock two guys out and then stand there (laughs) going oh i'm sorry i I apologize um there's also one where he's like well if we're in a street fight i am going to kick you in the nuts first off <laughs> and i'm like yes <laughs> he said, he said, if you have jewelry in your face or i'm on ripping your it body, out when you find me he's like i'm ripping it out i'm ripping <laughs> it out <laughs> i think that's absolutely amazing and also he knows that steven seagal is a fraud so he's okay in my- <laughs> so funny <laughs> he's okay in my who book. did steven seagal fight a- was it uh was it gsp and he's like, hey, first of all, we got to get GSP some better acting coaches because that was a, I don't yeah, know what yeah, happened yeah, with yeah. that death there. And he's like, and Steven Seagal would have died. <laughs> Dude, he's like, I've never seen anyone get knocked unconscious from being punched in the stomach. He's like, I'm not even sure it's <laughs> physiologically possible. <laughs> he's like, he punched him in the stomach and then karate chopped him in the back and the guy okay. fell out, dude. What was it? Yeah. Okay, cool. Shut the door. Um. Great, great guy, man. But we'll see what he does this one, man. This made it on here because Zach and I are MMA fans, man, and this is a free card, and it's rare that you get not rare. You get free this caliber of a fight, rare, right? This this caliber fight is definitely rare. I I have literally left work to go watch the Stephen Wonderboy Thompson fight. I was with a client in California, got an alert that he was stepping in for someone, and I was like, I'm out. Got the call. (laughs) He like like sorry, this is a Burger King. Like I gotta go. 
done. I'm done. Oh, I should have said good. Jack in the Box. That would have been more funny. You're good. You're good. You're good. But I, I knew that was going to be a shorter one. I, I just want to ask you a quick question. Last thing on the Thompson thing, Matt. If you had to, Zach, you're the, the matchmaker, and you had to make his march back to the belt, who does he need to fight? Well, Jeff Neal is a good start. Um, I'd have to look at the rankings. I never know all the guys off the top of my head because I'm actually an idiot. Um, let me find out here. Oh, I want to. What? And why are you? And why are you doing that? Uh, I just want to say that I had some uh, pork chops the other night from prime meat that had i actually got those pork chops that they season there the friggin' uh rum or whiskey battered pork they were whatever they were man they were amazing and shout out to prime <laughs> because that was a better grade of pork honestly yeah i don't know if there's anyone else steve a Boy thompson has to fight he's ranked fifth right i'm looking at rankings gilbert burns maybe but isn't gilbert burns already fighting kamar uh kamaro yeah, that's right. That's Is Leon yeah. Edwards actually fighting? Is he even in the UFC anymore? So let's bump up <laughs> Stephen Wonderboy Thompson to four. Um, Masvidal, <laughs> what is Masvidal? Oh, he's already smoked Masvidal. Sorry. Um, yeah. Colby, like be it. Colby, would be Colby fight. would probably be it, and that's a that's a bad matchup. But I actually don't think Colby can get inside like he does on everyone else to to Wonderboy. I think Wonderboy has that really wide karate stance that would be really really hard for Colby. That actually might be a really really good fight. Actually, I agree, man. I see a lot of inside uh, leg kicks in Colby's future in that fight, and yeah. I see a lot of side kicks. A lot of a <laughs> lot of side kicks. A lot of a lot of disgustingly fast side kicks that you didn't even to see coming. And it, Wonderboy does this thing where he he he'll throw a jab and then hide a kick behind it, and uh, that would be dangerous for a guy who gets hit as much as Colby does. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, the Gilbert Fern Burns fight, if that doesn't happen with uh, Kamar, if that drops out again, I would say put Wonderboy up against Gilbert. Or yeah, that'd be a good fight. I, fight. Man, that, that's a, that is a real fucking uh, coming-to-age fight for Gilbert Burns for sure, though. <laughs> I'm sure that Wonderboy is like what Jacare used to be like in the middleweight division. It was like, I'll fight anyone. I'll fight anyone. Jacare's free. I'll fight anyone but him. <laughs> <laughs> that that has to be it, right? That that definitely has to be it. I it, Ryan Hall is definitely that at what forty five or fifty five, whatever that guy wants to wants to fucking break legs at. Um, yeah, yeah. And now uh, Holland is is established himself. No, as no. Everyone wants to fight Kevin Holland because it'll be fun. <laughs> Dude, he sat up and knocked the soul out of Jocker. <laughs> Did you realize that Jacare's legs were behind him when he was punching him into the <laughs> mat? And I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> I'm like, dude, you bent the guy into a C. <laughs> Honestly, man, uh, clean striking. I, 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 I would not mind if they if they had him fight Wonderboy at a catch weight somewhere between welterweight and uh, I have him smoking Wonderboy though. There's something really. About that, you think uh, you like Kevin yeah. Holland that much? I like his skill set that much. There's his... something about that straight cross yeah. on the button down down the pipe. Yeah, if you... it's just clean, yeah. right? It's just it's, it's fundamental and clean. Um, he's ranked ten now, by the way. Is he? They bumped yeah, him the rank? Uh, up five. Yeah, he was fifteen. Whew. That's probably pretty fair. Yeah, you know what is he? What what is next up for Kevin Holland? Um, Hermanson, Brunson, Gastelum, something like that. Skip right over Ooh. Uriah Hall. The hell with Uriah Hall. 
Oh man! Listen, I'd love, I'd love to have. I love. Uh, he's ranked nine. I'd love to have him on the show. He seems like a very good guy. But uh, in this aspect, I'm sorry. Actually, actually, your right hole might be a really fucking hard fight for Kevin Holland. Actually, now that well, I think it of it, on, it depends on which your right hole comes out. Uh, it's your right hole that kicked Gregor, uh, Gregor Musasi's head clear into his own body. Then that's a bad <laughs> fight for anyone. It's a bad. That's a bad fight. That is a bad fight. Uh. All right, so I, I'm 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 gonna let you I'm gonna let you direct, man. I, I've I've taken the first two. You 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 pick them now, man. You pick them now. I like your shirt, by the way, bro. The pack shirt. Yeah, I like that. Pack season. What year was it? I don't know. 2016. 2016. 2016. Um, as far as I still fit in it. Uh, it's a, it's listen. There's a, there's a few topics coming up before we get to my topics. I, I only added two topics. Listen, sometimes I don't add any topics to the shows, and sometimes I add all of them. I, I have no idea what's going on with these next two topics. So let's just uh let's just blaze through them. What okay. is Neverwhere, and why did Google acquire them? I I didn't even Google. I didn't pre-look this up. I, I wanted to hear it from you first, so I can make any sort of opinion based off of what you tell me. And right. I won't read into it any any more than that. Go ahead, set me All up right, for so, something funny. So it's it's not funny. It's just interesting that Google did this. Neverwhere uh, came up with a, an I uh, an OS called CloudShare, which is based off the Google uh, code based off the chromium code and the, the google chrome google chrome code and that you could use this it was free just like most linux uh distros you can use it put it on an older computer get that revitalized older computer started being used in schools and a few other non-profit sectors people love it because basically they were just giving it away and here's the big deal about it google's known about it they've had no issue with it at all and they haven't had an issue when they acquired it they recently acquired it and they said hey you know what we're going to do is not only are we going to acquire this, but anyone that's had it pre-existing, you're going to get upgraded to the full version of the Google Chrome OS for free. Okay. Out the box. And they're just they're just going to do that. And they're going to continue to support any nonprofit or business organization that was using this in a nonprofit capacity for that free uh, OS upgrade and continue to offer the support. And I just thought in the year of 2020, where there were a lot of crappy things going on, a lot of horrible business practices. And, you know, it's Google, man. There's probably something on the back end I'm not going to see here. There, next is, week there are some demons. There are some There are some skeletons yeah. in the closet of, of this deal for sure. Yeah, and I'm sure, and I'm sure they're going to come to light. The thing, that, the thing that really caught me, man, in 2020, dude, I need nonprofits and schools that are utilizing these free-to-use softwares to still be able to gain the support. Now, Neverware themselves, I installed this on one of my computers just to see what the support was like, what their remote support was like, and how forthcoming and helpful they would be. Man, I was online with someone instantly. Like, hey, I'm having an issue with this. And they're like, oh, yeah, no problem. And yeah. this is how you and this is how you handle that. And I like that type of business sure. practice. It also scares me a little bit because it is open source, right? And it tends oh, to be a darker side to the open source community. You well, know, I mean, a lot of things that you use, many programs you're using right now are open source. If you're using source. Firefox, Firefox is fairly open source. Um, yep. OBS, uh, what you're using to record the show as a backup, is open source. Um, yes. You know, there are many, many, many things. Discord, I believe, is open source. Um, open source just essentially means that the code is readily available for for and free. and free readily available and free for your for your liking if people who didn't understand what, what open source meant um and you can develop and you can develop and add to it right like, an api essentially right like yeah. you're just going to add on to it um yeah for sure um 
Listen, I I don't know anything about this. I, I looked at the Wikipedia page, and, and obviously we know how uh, how trustworthy that is. Um, <laughs> They're editing the Wikipedia page as you're reading it right now. Now, they had already taken a Series B funding from Google in 2017, so they had already had a partnership with them. Um, yeah. And it's also they were, they were you know developing further their technology. So, yeah, yeah I mean, it makes a lot of sense. This That's- is uh, – th- this is akin to the whole thing. You remember the scam? I don't want to call it a scam. I don't want to disparage. No, F it. Scam. Remember the scam, uh, the the Linux stick? Did you, did you hear about this? Where you can yeah. fix your grandma's computer. And yeah, put this yeah. In there. It was very, very funny. This is act- yes. This is actually something where they're like, hey, we actually are invested in fixing and, and yeah. uh, re-upping <laughs> into a safe fashion old PCs. Right. And yeah. uh, I, I totally I totally understand that. that that's incredible. Um but yeah, yeah I, I like companies that that do that. The people that do a thing that uh, someone else had attempted before as a scam, uh, and 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 come through to fix it, right? Um, yeah. You know, Cyberpunk will be be that when Grand Theft Auto Six comes out. Let's be fair; um, it'll be the scam version of whatever great great game Rockstar will make next. Um, and this is another is another great way. Listen, if you have an old computer, turning it into a Chromebook is probably not a bad thing. Um, if you're yeah. still on Windows Seven or earlier. Um, there's a very select, uh, you know, demographic of people that have that uh, and yeah. are still readily available with that. So, yep. yeah, turn that shit into a Chromebook. Move on with your life. I like it. Yeah, this is this is the software for you. I, I, if you're still using Windows 7 and you say things like, well, I don't know, or I'm just used to this and it seems really complicated. Chromebook. 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 Chromebook or, <laughs> Chromebook or an iPad. Yeah, one or the back. other. I'm not a huge Apple fan, a Chromebook or an iPad. I tell no, you. Please. If you come into school with an iPad and you're having trouble with Windows 7, you are most certainly going to have problems with your iPad. Please don't get an iPad. Don't listen to them. Don't listen to them. <laughs> Especially when they update the OS. Man, I can't tell you how many of our seniors come in and they're like, everything's different. I don't know what happened. I'm like, oh, it's okay. We'll, we'll figure this out together, Mr. Whitworth. That's not a real person, YouTube, by the way. I didn't just out anyone. On the algorithm, but that's why I threw that one. That's why you say Mr. Smith, because it's a generic name. Very, very specific, right? Yeah. What you said, Woodworth, very Wentworth, Wentworth, like JG Wentworth. Yeah, there you go. Okay, yeah, you're watching the commercial earlier, and that's that's why you added the Mr. JG. God. It's it's like they, they creep into your head and then you can't get you. I just started singing. There's a there's a few dude. There's a few uh, cars for kids. Brutal. Oh. If you've ever listened to it's a radio in the Northeast, and I assume it's just in the Northeast, I have no idea. I know exactly um, what you're talking about. It is, yeah, eight seven seven cash now. It's JG Wentworth. Yeah. That's exactly what we're talking about. Um, and uh, the cars for kids one, man, that one fucks me up every time, dude, because it's stuck in my head for at least a week after, and I have no idea hey. what they're do. They're I know they're a five hundred three C nonprofit because <laughs> the child says it in there, but uh, I'll, I'll tell you something off air about them and that's as far as i can go Bata. i know you get a, a tax write-off uh, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I, I, i'll tell you and you're gonna be like not surprising sure it's some sort of ponzi scheme <laughs> you turn one car in you have to get other people to turn cars in as well and then you know, you move on. You know what I, I want to do one of these days? I want to call maybe on air one of those signs you see up on the road. Steve buys houses or something like that. See how dude, far dude. <laughs> and just give him like a fake address. Yeah, yeah it's over on uh, Pineapple Court. 
<laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's right off a of fucking uh, Bikini Bottom way. <laughs> and then they actually show up to that location. They find it in America. Like, we bought this house. We bought this We're house. <laughs> the people, <laughs> the people, are like what the fuck? What if was lived here for you generations? My name's Steve. Not <laughs> <laughs> my houses, man. All right, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, and then this is obviously uh, big news in the world today, right? Uh, the cyber attack. Have you been following this development at all, man? No, I, I was. I was very curious. I thought the cyber attack was a cyberpunk uh, play um, <laughs> on Sony attacking this, the the poor, poor developers of cyberpunk. But I then realized that the topic one was already about cyberpunk, and I didn't think we were that deep into trying to to milk cyberpunk for all that it is. Listen, at, at a certain point, it is uh, you know diminishing returns. If we keep dragging on the game, people are going to start coming after us and turning. That is fine. <laughs> that is fine. <laughs> I welcome that. It bolsters viewership. I'll start dissing anyone just to get that going. I'll go full Tupac in a second here just to bring people. <laughs> no, this is this is a thing that happened, man. The actual cyber attack. So it's funny that they use these terms and it would be the hot button topics on CNN, Fox, MSNBC, trusted news sites, all of them. Uh, apparently, there was what they are referring to or what was referred to by a defense representative, a cyber attack on America's infrastructure that rivals. It is their version, our version of Pearl Harbor. And that's what they've been saying all day. Now, you know how the news goes, right? You know, you see the banner and it's like cyber attack, cyber attack, possibly from Russia. Cyber attack. But, yeah. Oh, I <laughs> saw something about this like two days ago. Yeah, and it really ramped up today because, you know, obviously with the transition of powers going on in the country, people are saying that no one's taking it serious, but uh, they're not really saying in what regard, what makes it so dangerous why it was so dangerous that's what i keep trying to look up and trying to figure out i need to get past the, the trigger the button words go ahead have you ever have you ever just looked up cyber attack and seen the images that come up front no is it good it's it's it is exactly what you think a movie where they're like all right we got to go hack this thing that is exactly the thing um so here's here, one of the real issue with this right uh the u.s electrical grid um east coast west coast Top of Maine, Texas, and I believe that is the that is, that is the entire uh, U.S. electrical grid, and I think D.C. is on its own as well. Um, if that were to be compromised uh, during a specific time of solar flare-ups or solar winds, I believe um, the entire eastern seaboard, western seaboard, like whatever you want, like mid the the center, center of the U.S. could just be without power for an indefinite amount of time until that until that infrastructure was rebuilt. Um, that is potentially what they're worried about. Hoover Dam essentially open the floodgates, flood whatever is down there. Um, yeah, there's a few different uh, key points that would be very, very uh, crucial that from what I understand, and I know very little about the uh, government infrastructure around important key positioning and power locations, um, it is very outdated, um, like, like Nixon era outdated. Um, and that is the that is the alarming part if that were to happen um then you know clearly there would be many many lives lost and um you know many people without power but yeah. you know what do we know about it right unfortunately as, as a as a standard civilian i have no idea right so that's that's where we're at so they definitely uh i'm reading the article it definitely references the thing about solar winds and then also Hackers also access systems at the National Nuclear Security Security Administration, which maintains the U.S. nuclear weapons stockpile. Okay. So that's all right. So as far as big deals go, 
that's a big friggin' deal. Now, here's where it becomes a big comedy. I wish I didn't send you that meme the other day of the guy sitting at Starbucks with the glowing shoes and the, you know, with the hair pointing up. And he's oh, you didn't computer. send me that. I, I sent you that. You, you, you definitely responded. It was in a text, and I was. It, the meme goes as such. Hackers and movies be like, I'm in, and it's just some. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and I responded with time to hack. Yes, yes. So that's what I keep seeing every time this comes up. <laughs> well, we're in, we're in flux as the country right now, man, because uh, here's another interesting thing that's going on. Right, there are a few things that happen back in when the uh, inauguration and the transition to power that need to happen. And one of those things is the nuclear codes. Now, I don't know how true this is, but if it is true, and it's being reported on by the major trades, that we still do a physical handoff for the codes, I get that. Maybe it's for security. But you're telling me it has to happen on that day? Like, it, there's no other day these two jamokes can't meet up and do that physical handoff? Like, it happens um, that day? So, I, I mean, yeah, I have no idea. Paper is always much more safe uh, in today's yeah, day and age than, um, than that. But, dude, we don't, again, as civilians, is another, I'm going to preface this, as civilians, we don't know exactly what the nuclear codes even would consist of, right? Absolutely. Is the code fucking pineapples, right? Like, is that it? <laughs> Or is it a string of hexadecimal, um, you know, sequences that change randomly every X amount of uh, every X amount of time? Right. That is, you know, what is it? We're not sure. Um, right. Is there a physical handoff? Oh, I'm sure. And it's probably a ledger. Right. And it's probably a book of things. And it's probably right. included with, with a number, a number of things. Um yeah, I don't know. They could say that they could say that it's fucking Tuesday and then everyone shows up on Saturday and that that's just a fucking that's just like a red herring, right? Like Absolutely. There are many things within the government that when they say something, I would not take at face value. Um the handoff of the nuclear codes is probably one of them. Um you know, the book of information that you get when you show up day one and they're like, "All right, here's all the location of the aliens. Here's where this is. Here's where that is," right? Like you know, that is stuff that we just don't fucking know about, right? Like, could you imagine day one showing up? They're like, all right, so here are the aliens. The demons live here. Dinosaurs are definitely coming uh, back. The lizard the way, people, by the way, they moved into the basement. We're not sure why they're yeah. there, and we can't get them out. <laughs> and the comet is getting closer, so you probably want to get on. <laughs> oh, and also, <laughs> here's the internet. And it's just like yeah. it's just like a penny holding two wires together. And you're like, oh, oh my god! <laughs> but I guess technically Biden's already been through most of it, right? Uh, being but being see, a VP, he, he's. But you really kind of just. You know, know, no, I mean, survivor. yeah, he would, he would have been briefed on a lot of these things. I think obviously there's one VP that was briefed on everything, and that was Cheney. He knew more than anyone else. Still and does. Still does uh, as a dead man, and. He's dead, is Ch- right? Is Cheney dead? I don't think Cheney's dead. I think Cheney's dead. I think I'll Cheney's standing I'll behind me up. right now. But uh, here's the thing, man. So this is one of those things that really trips me out about our infrastructure and also other industries or private oh, uh, sectors go. in America. Like, the fact that they just started upgrading some of the guidance systems in NASA's ships. You know, there was a point where your car had more sophisticated technology in it than most of the shuttles. That were going into space and Still, that really just uh the the stuff that we went to the moon with, 
like your cell phone is like infinitely smarter than that right oh, yeah, but we absolutely. also didn't have the infrastructure then uh, to support something like that right it was all done by math and like pure math like um uh, yeah it's it's the best stuff because it, it, like when you're like okay so we're spinning at this speed and this is where we're gonna we want to go and we have to launch at this angle so this time is the way to do it like you know everything down to a meticulous level that that allows it to happen right that is right. better than a computer algorithm that could potentially be wrong right like fucking jimmy in accounting was like all right fuck put a two in there but actually put a 20 or a 22 right double hit you know put a zero like whatever the case may be like the the pure math written out on paper by someone who developed the way that we're going to do it is always better than fucking you know leaving it up to some intern to put put numbers in also dick cheney is definitely alive he's alive he's only 79 dude oh man sure he was dead dude that guy has gotten away with it all man you should watch uh, uh, it, it all it all i you know <laughs> starting wars for for monetary gain absolutely that is the, i think that is peak fucking super villain so i think that's a good point i think cheney and uh trump will go down in history as two people so th th there's a lot of stuff that I, that I'm just laughing at now, but I'm laughing nervously, right? <laughs> like I just laugh at like <laughs> I'm in danger. <laughs> like there's a lot of stuff going on right now that I'm just laughing at nervously. But also, it's funny to see on the opposite spectrum of the Russians attacking us, quote unquote, uh, cyber attacks, that we're still up to our same old espionage tricks when it comes to Russia. So remember, I I, I falsely reported that Putin, there was a, a poisoning attempt on him last week. Uh -huh. I got that entirely wrong. Putin, Putin attempt a poisoning on, on probably a journalist of some sort. Uh, and that's oh, why uh, I, I tend not to say Putin's name. Yeah. I, I was, if you say it too many times, it's like uh, that other guy's name I won't say too many times in front of Beetlejuice? Oh. No, no, no. At any rate, so apparently... Uh, Come so on, that's a good Beetlejuice reference. Fuck you. <laughs> that's a, such a bad movie. It's so good. No, 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 because it was like, I that was a good Beetlejuice reference, but if we go further and you figure out who I'm talking about, you'll say it, and then, yeah, it's, we don't need to go down that rabbit hole. We're, we're in a good podcasting zone right now. What I'm saying is Putin tried to kill... <laughs> Steve Nieto, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Putin, Putin and the boys had poisoned some guy who was basically a, a dissenter of his regime. In sure. Russia, right. And they've been following this guy around forever. And, uh, you know, they, they, you know, allegedly had him poisoned on one of his last trips. Not allegedly, dude. This is so common <laughs> fucking knowledge at this point. Wait, 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 wait. So CNN reported on it, right? And uh -huh. Putin, for the first time, responded to a report, and he's like, "Look, if we wanted this guy dead, he'd be dead. That's the you That's know, a, who that is exactly dead. the case." <laughs> he's like, but it's funny because a CNN reporter that was in Russia went to one of the—I uh, I don't know what to call him—besides the KGB, you know, remnants, found one of those guys that had been following this other dude around. And she's like, did you have a hand at killing him? And the guy basically closes his door. <laughs> <laughs> dude, okay, to be fair. I would probably have a very similar reaction if someone came up to me and said that. And I damn well know I haven't killed anyone in a while. You know? Like... 
<laughs> I'm like, no, it wasn't me. <laughs> Click. <laughs> the funny thing was, uh, Putin said out loud after saying that he didn't. He was like, you know, if we wanted him dead, but yeah, if, really if we want him guy. dead, he would be dead. But he's like, he's, 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 rat. he's like, he's most certainly an American plant, and it's just funny to think that America's like <laughs> high tech espionage. Nah. Old school espionage. Espionage. It, it hasn't yeah. changed for a reason, right? It is yeah. way fucking easier to trace where a ping comes from on a computer, even if it's through whatever Absolutely. VPNs you want it to be, than it is to trace an unknown person. It's about relationships, man. It's about building relationships. Correct. With people you plan on exploiting. It's exactly, <laughs> exactly. I, I learned that at a young age. You know, it's about sending pawns into their death, you know, and then finally saying to them. Absolutely. Yeah, you knew what it was and you knew what you signed up for. Exactly. Take the cyanide pill. Yeah, I, that's they, they get Weinstein. That's what happened to that guy. Right. They got the information. And that's it. Yeah, exactly. It's essentially what happened. You know, it was a, it was a I, I mean, if, if we go full conspiracy, uh, conspiracy, I really do believe nothing's going to become of it. But people are just going to start falling in line for a new world order type of situation. Like they'll start voting in ways they typically wouldn't vote, maybe funding things they typically wouldn't vote. And that's when you'll know, like, oh, OK, that's where the black book went. You know, once you start seeing Oprah giving donations to uh, to the Republican Party, <laughs> then you be like, oh, I guess they, they finally oh, well, got. Well, I guess people do really <laughs> grow more more conservative with age. Wow. Even billionaires. <laughs> Interesting. <Yeah. laughs> That's that's all I have on the cyber attack, Matt. I I thought it was interesting. I, we're, I'm in a constant state of anxiety. You know, I just thought I had COVID. Now I found out the Russians are hacking my computer. Norton told me I'm safe, but I'm not well, sure that was actually a Norton rep I was speaking to. Yeah, he sounded Russian. Um, <laughs> yeah, for, it, 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 the Russians want nothing to do with your computer. What the fuck are they gonna get? You know, pictures of your children. <laughs> like, oh, well, this baby is cute, but he's he's he has weird color. We don't see this one here. <laughs> Too many mulattoes. The crazy thing about it is like, we, just think about when you used to work at the school and people would come in, they say their iPads have been yeah. hacked. I'm like, yeah, it's the same thing. People, people are paranoid. Well, I'm like, why? What are you doing? What are you, what are you, oh, well, they have the nuclear cl codes clearly. Yeah, get out of here. If you if you think it's hacked, <laughs> shoot, I'll put you out of shoot. here. <laughs> we don't want you to bring it here. Why'd you bring it here? Bring it to the police. <laughs> You know what, Steve Neto, man? I don't appreciate you outing me on in the chat, man. So I knew exactly. I knew what it was. We've had this conversation before. Don't say it. <laughs> everyone, stay, everyone, stay cool, man. Everyone, Nobody stay calm. Move. <laughs> Nobody move. Nobody get. <laughs> All right, Zach. So here we are at number five, man. I feel as if though <laughs> I, I was trying to like get you as happy as I possibly could. <laughs> the entire mo the entire uh, podcast has led up to this exact moment uh, where yes, we talk man. about Twitch band-aiding another issue with things going on that are much more serious and that they have now uh banned the use of the words simp incel and virgin uh as a derogatory term now they have come out and clarified that you could use it in a friendly banter manner um because it has become they've become meme words on twitch but this is just another instance of twitch being so out of date with yeah. everyone and everything on the platform that they're like, these words, you know, these words are the words that are bad. And there are many, many words that are still not permabanned across the platform. Like right. there are words that you're, that there is never a case in which that is an acceptable word where they're like, 
okay, you know what? You can still type that, and we won't block you from typing it. Like, I don't know if right. you heard about YouTube is now um, YouTube is now implementing a policy where if they if they feel like your your comment is hateful, they will then make you reread it and accept it that you want to send it. Right. And apparently um, there was a if you've, you've watched uh, most of Shark Tank, there was a there was a girl who developed this program that you would or like a, a software that you would put on a phone where if if it deemed the text message to be hateful, that would make you reread it and accept it. Right. And right. apparently it's 90 something percent effective at, pe- at making people uh, stop doing it. Right. Having to reread it and having to go through and accept it is a thing. Now, you can you can still say those words and you can still say those things. Um, right. But YouTube is not implementing that. And I feel like that's a way better policy than Twitch, who just constantly band-aids things. Now, Twitch went out and had OBS create another uh, a piece of software within uh, OBS that you can divert audio. Like, you could choose which audio you want on your VODs now. And so, like, if you want to play DMCA music on your stream, but you want your VOD to not have it for long-lasting effects, you could do that. But then, like, Twitch had them do that. And then OBS was like, hey, by the way, they could still ban you live. So, like, still don't, you know? Like, Twitch is doing everything in their power to circumnavigate and beat around the bush of the DMCA and big music company issues. This is the Amazon-backed platform. This is the wealthiest man in the world and highly, most highly valued company in the world-backed platform that could easily, if not stand up to, outright purchase the music industry. And they absolutely refuse to do anything about the DMCA issue currently going on on Twitch. Facebook had six less months to figure it out and they gave their they gave their streamers a way to deal with it on a case-to-case basis where twitch will just automatically ban your profile until you remove all of your stuff yeah you know what there there are a few different things going on here right first let's talk about the the word ban so why is this dangerous and why is it stupid both at the same time right (laughs) extremely stupid you cannot you can obviously private platform restrict the way people talk you can absolutely do that but all it does is give people the opportunity and i've been saying this and it's making me nauseous to even think about it it just breeds resentment and it breeds and funnels another type of subculture so now you're giving birth to the 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 angerers i there's no other word it's not that's not even a word itself but these are people who are just outraged and angry about these type of responses to things Two, you're not going to be able to deal with this issue and change a person's heart. So the reason someone would, and what they're talking about in this context, calling someone a simp, we know what this, what they, what they mean. We, we we know what's going on here, right? They don't want, okay, I won't assume that I know, but I feel as if though Twitch's approach when it comes to their female streamers has been a little bit light-handed version versus sure. their approach to their male streamers. And calling someone a simp is not really a derogatory term. But it is describing a set of behaviors that could also just as easily be explained as unhealthy, right? So sure. you're hitting their bottom line. Just think about that for a second. Some of their their best stream, some of their most profitable streamers are women who get a lot of attention from guys that I would say I feel bad for Monday sure. through. I I would honestly say that you have the right to do whatever you want as an adult. I would probably, if you're my friend, I would probably talk you out of donating to someone based off of these behaviors right i, I would say bro you, please don't do this don't join the only fans 
don't freaking donate right. to her money. Right. Don't don't donate thousands and thousands of dollars That's to a female stripper to try to get their attention. Yeah. No, listen, that, that is just like standard uh, thing. Right. But here the bigger issue is, is that now these words have all become like meme yeah. words and fun words. Yeah. And there are groups of people who call each other simps as like a funny thing. Right. And yeah. to blanket ban words in general is a, sense of a really bad precedent of of policing and essentially mass censoring words yeah. that you just don't want to yeah. be involved because it could affect your bottom dollar. Right. And these yeah. three words are in a very specific category. Um, yeah. Virgin. Yeah, right, right. You know, they're all linked in some facet. Um, so that's why I was saying was genius about this. Look, I'm just gonna say it, man. I was trying to find a, a no other way, politically correct way to say this. Simps, incels, and virgins—they are the bread and butter of what's keeping it powered right now, right? And these are also described the demographic of people who would be offended by a great deal of things, right? And sure. that's just the bottom line. And you're this is more deer hunter stuff. And I'm telling you right now, I'm not saying that you have to pander to a conservative thought, but you know exactly what I'm saying. The more <laughs> you do this stuff, the more you give in to this type of behavior, yeah. you're reinforcing very unhealthy traits, man. Sure. Like I, I cannot qualify enough. <laughs> this, like you just you can't do this now. The the music thing that's an entirely different thing. They just handled that poorly. I agree with your assessment. No, they're they still handling act. it poorly. They're actively handling yeah. it poorly. And this is a blanket band aid yeah. that they're trying to do to divert attention from the DMCA stuff, right? Like that yeah. that is exactly yeah. what this is, and it's nothing more and nothing less. They're trying to take attention off of the fact that they can't fucking seem to handle the music industry, where YouTube has given people a way to to counter it and strike it and and give them a chance before they take down their channel and facebook has come out and done it right and like it's like come on like let's get down to the real things that actually matter there are legitimate harassment that there's legitimate harassment yeah. that goes on and to some of the female streamers on the platform yeah. right there Absolutely. is legitimate issues with the dmca stuff there is legitimate issues with with you know, certain people streaming on the platform, right? Like there are very, very big real issues, issue. real issues other than banning three words that you now at this point seem to seem to deem unhealthy or whatever that you want. And really it's like, well, if we think that these people feel marginalized and don't want to come back, then we lose X percent of money, right? Yes. Like that's that's ultimately what it's down to and it's not down to the fact that it's like oh dude if some fucking 100 view uh you know non-partner gets banned because they played fucking r kelly on their on their stream like who cares right like they're bringing right. us in a thousand dollars a month where you know summit is bringing us in a hundred and fifty thousand dollars a month right and it's like we don't care about that guy we care about these guys and we don't want people in their communities to feel bad and not come back exactly. and spend money that's, that's so ultimately what it is. And then, holy shit. <laughs> and the craziest thing about this whole thing is the more you protect and coddle people, the more emboldened they become. Sure. I'm telling you, there is a psychological precedent for the reason the deer hunter is behaving the way the deer hunter was behaving. You know exactly yeah. you embolden a person to do these things and you just swing the pendulum the power other way. corrupts so man. power corrupts and, and that's essentially what it's coming down to now but listen if if we're going by if we're going by south park logic we're on year five of when the pc swing really hit um yeah right we got about another year left 
And then we'll kind of be out of it because it goes in phases, right? People get super right. PC and then it swings back the other way and it swings and it swings. So we got about a year left. So I, I you know, I feel like we can make it through it. We just got to try not to offend a mass amount of people. And then uh, I think on but the other side, we'll actually, we'll be ourselves in 2022. We'll be good, you know? Yeah, we're, we're, we're golden. The algorithm can't find us yet. Right? Yeah. That's why then it will be. <laughs> then it will be, right? We got we to time our explosion. So here's the thing. This is my problem with PC culture, right? It doesn't actually genuinely deal with the issue. So if you're trying to tell me right. that there's a better way for me and Zach to relate as an African-American male and a white male, there's a better way for us to communicate, deal with grievances, if there are grievances or perceived grievances, then just say that. But once you start restricting talk, like if you're trying to say, I feel hate speech is this. The problem is you've already failed because it's like it's different. If right. It's different for everybody. It's, it's it's different. Yeah. They're trying to blanket things that are subjective. Right. Yeah. Or objective. Right. Um, like subjective. Subjective. I thought it was right. I don't know why I corrected myself there. No, you're good. Um, <laughs> right. Like you can't blanket like like words because no. some people interpret things differently right and exactly. some people interpret it as fun to you know to us it would be fighting words like to other people it would be different like you know there are so many things that that twitch has managed to do wrong that yeah. i will be surprised if in five years time twitch is still the the, the uh premier streaming platform i imagine at some point there will be a mass exodus of twitch Listen, yeah. it's literally one of these purple statements away, right, from yeah. everyone leaving. I call them purple statements because, you know, yeah. they release it on a purple background and such. Um, they're, they are one or two more of these massive screw-ups away from people leaving the platform. And, Absolutely. you know, it could be anything. But every time they release one of these, it is a very, very scary thing. And it's like, well... Listen, I, I'm not a streamer anymore. Let's be fair, right? But it's like, well, the platform that I like is gone now, right? Like, I'm gonna go have to watch fucking Shroud on Mixer again, right? Because it's like, it, dude, yeah. Twitch needs to buckle down. They really need to to really help the five or six major outlying issues that the platform has, and then they right. need to fucking stop doing anything. Like literally, we don't need innovations from Twitch. Twitch, Twitch as a platform right now is fine. YouTube is a better streaming platform. I said it. The yeah. and not just because we're streaming on YouTube right now, but I think that the the room for growth, the yeah. um, listen, the quality is a little bit worse in my opinion. But I've also never like really tweaked my settings for YouTube, right? the available bit rate that you could use everything down to the, the the potential quality of your stream is better on youtube and twitch is now at this point i think seeing that and trying to play catch up and twitch doesn't need to innovate twitch needs to broaden what they already have the yeah. twitch twitch chat way better than the youtube chat right absolutely the uh, moderation tools that you have on Twitch are way better than YouTube, in my opinion. But then again, I don't know YouTube very well. Um, they just need to they need to expand like 15 or 20 percent. It'll stay the premier streaming platform and they need to just buckle down, stop the, the mass harassment of, uh, of female streamers. Right. They need to give away give partnered streamers every streamer right they need to give streamers a way out of the dmca issues whether it's they need to add an api onto twitch that when a song is playing this like this is how easy this is right we have song recognition software shazam is a thing right 
if you can integrate something like that into Twitch and then also take the viewer count number and then move that over to whatever recording platform, because that's all they care about. They want to know how many times it's been viewed, right? So right. they could charge whoever for that amount of a mad amount of what? Is it like a penny a view or something, right? So yeah. They need to they just need to integrate something like that and get the people paid, or just give me a way to like see the strike and either dispute it or then go, okay, well, I want to mute that section of audio or give this portion of uh, monetary value to whoever it's rightful to, right? They, they need to do something like that. Like, like let's let's work yeah. on the actual issues and then expand your platform slightly, and then we're good. And then like you don't have to fucking do another thing. You can then Amazon could then turn around and sell it to Sony and bankrupt Sony and then buy Sony back like they've always wanted to and become the evil evil super corporation that Amazon really 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 strives to be. It's funny you're talking about uh, the difference between YouTube uh, and Twitch streaming because Doc was talking about that the other day. Uh, Doc is the exact opposite. He misses Twitch so bad. Yeah, he was like, you know, I was on the cruise ship and then I got kicked off the cruise ship and now I'm on an island by myself. And I get that. We don't we still know what's going on there. But he was saying the difference with YouTube is like there is no optimized uh, way for a new person to step in to YouTube and go, oh, okay, so here are all my favorite YouTube streamers. They're all listed for me here. They're all the people correct. I follow. It, correct. It and, is. Uh, the... I mean, you can, go to YouTube, you can go to YouTube gaming and kind of, but it's still, and but it's still YouTube, kind of only like, a, it's a second site no that no only doubt. kind of works, right? Exactly. They need a splash screen, right? Like, yeah. like Twitch homepage. And yep. then you, then Twitch is fucked. Yeah. Right. Let's be Absolutely. fair. And with Fwiz at the helm, like he is, yeah. it's only a matter of time before something like that happens. Right. Yeah. Like that's yeah. essentially what it, what it is. It's only a matter of time before Fwiz gets in the in the the right person's ear, and something yeah. a change like that happens, and, and it's over for Twitch. And it really yeah. just is. Yeah, it's it's funny that Facebook beat YouTube to the punch on this one. You can download the Facebook gaming app or whatever it's called. Facebook gaming app, I believe it is. And again, perfect dashboard. Here are your favorite, most viewed streamers that sure. you watch. Here are the people you follow. Here are some suggestions we have. And even if you're doing it on a PC, it, it looks optimized. Now, obviously... Streamline. Streamline is. is the word you're, word you're looking for. Streamline. Right. Streamline, Otherwise, a little yeah. bit different. But yeah, YouTube streaming is not streamlined it it isn't i couldn't find a youtube stream for the life of me like i, I just couldn't <laughs> like but i can search that person's name and right like, and then right I, I tried to find a courage stream one day and i'm like oh well i mean live stream right and i look it up and it's just like well i guess not um but I can go to Twitch and the people that I follow and who are live, live people show yeah. up at the top and 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 not. I yeah. think that does happen on YouTube, but I don't know. I must not be following the correct people or something like, you know, I know some angry YouTuber is going to come up in the comments. After this, like, this is how you do it. So you just have to copy and paste this URL. In right. You're going to use this one and then you delete this tag and then you click three times on the bottom left corner. And then Jeeves comes out. We found Jeeves. Jeeves is okay. He's a little older now. Hair's starting to go a little gray. And then Jeeves will direct you to the correct right. It will connect you to the correct spot. The server's in in uh, Eastern India, and uh, that's it. We'll, we'll get you. We'll get you right on your way. 
Now, YouTube, uh, before you bury us even further, we, we like it here. <laughs> Listen, We're, I love YouTube, have... man. I have said uh, how many times I think YouTube is the premier platform if you want to be a content creator. It, it's it's essentially the only one if you want to be a vi like a video style content creator. I think if you're going to start live streaming, I think YouTube is the best way to do it. Um, I think the, the room for growth and the ceiling on YouTube is significantly higher. Yep. And that's sure. it. Like, th that's that's all that matters, right? Like... Now it's funny. Linus started Flowplane, and he said transparently when he created Flowplane, he was like, "I'm not trying to compete with any of these places. What I am trying to do is make it better for the content creator and for the viewer, for the person to be able to put their money directly in the hands sure. of the content creator." And I, I obviously I appreciate the spirit behind that, but you know they can't compete. Right I've never now. even been on Flowplane. Flowplane. I've never even been on the website. Um, I'm not even sure if it's still a thing, but I had a no. It is. It's 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 still it's going. Yeah. So I mean, the idea was that they were going to make a platform that was that was working just well enough to keep itself afloat, right? That's yeah. why they called it Float Plane. Um, okay. That it's yeah. Cool. That that was it. I mean, if you've ever watched older Linus videos, Luke was his like second hand, like his his like his partner, right? Mm -hmm. Luke then net retired from Linus Tech Tips and is now solely working on Float Plane. Like, I don't know if you know that. Like that's why he's not in not videos either. anymore. He's on the WAN show or whatever occasionally yeah. or, or all the time. I don't even know anymore. Um, but he is the head of Float Plane and he, he had to learn how to develop all the stuff for it and cloud integration and all of that. And, and he's taken that over. That was good for him. He is still on the WAN show. Actually, uh, I enjoy, I, I miss him in front of the camera on so many other things. But I do too. It's good to know that, he, that he's guiding the ship over there for that. This, the Twitch thing, man, I just want to say one more thing about this, right? Because, you know, the pendulum swings back and forth. There is a conservative social media platform called Parler, and this is the exact. Is that the way you tried to give me the download not too long ago? Yes, I did. Uh, and it's, 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 the exact, it's the exact same thing over there. Not not with the word ban and stuff like that, but it's like you make a safe haven where people can go to one side and they go to the other side. But what you're missing is that you're, you're not even making a safe, you, safe haven. I want to correct you on that. You're making a microcosm. Yeah, you're making a microcosm, but you're, you're essentially making what people would consider a safe place. I don't want to say an safe a, space. Echo I, chamber. I know that They're causes. making an echo chamber. Like you're only yeah. you're making a platform where only people with like minded like like minded thought are allowed to be together, and that's it. And you're not leaving room for any discourse. So at some point, we can all just sit down and talk about or debate live spiritedly, whatever you want to do. What's behind terms like simp, incel, virgin? But then, if you're gonna be consistent, you got to knock out words that people. I don't know what derogatory terms there are for for conservatives. I'm sure there's something. It's just not coming to me. The same thing with the n bomb and the f bomb and all the other bombs. Those like, words. Gonna, those are the words that I'm specifically referencing when I say that you. Yeah, I can I go on and drop a word in Twitch chat that's not globally banned, and then have to rely on a moderator to ban it for me. Here's the thing, man. Uh, so you can go into the wrong cod stream right i went into one the other day nothing but african-americans nothing everyone playing either african-american or latino and i'm telling you right now i heard the n-bomb at least 78 times within 20 minutes right, right? you had the you had a clicker there just going but you got to be consistent so if the word's banned it's banned correct right there is no there is no exception of of this party is allowed to say this or no no and if that's banned if you don't want people saying that word then you got to ban you got to ban the c word and i'm talking about the word that's delicious to eat but in reference to your people group you can't say it even in jest that's what i'm saying you know what i'm saying if dave Chappelle can't say the f word then that people group can't refer to heterosexuals 
in a derogatory term in a public setting or on their Twitch channels, which I've seen, which is amazing. I watched someone reviewing Dave Chappelle's thing on Twitch, and he literally used derogatory terms that people from the LGTB community use about heterosexual. And I'm like, well, isn't this interesting? Yeah, like, exactly. And, and, it was like, oh, how the turntables. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. It's mind bottling. It's when your mind <laughs> bottled. <laughs> mind bottling. Is that a Rickyism? That might be a Rickyism. Oh, man. Deal with the issue. Deal with your Right. Deal problem. with issues and stop <laughs> band-aiding everything. And especially stop band-aiding things at a time where there is a there is a very serious issue going on with the uh the DMCA yeah. stuff. Yeah, and uh deal you know, deal with your, your content creators better because at some point there will be a, v- a valid competition and people will either jump ship or you know, hopefully they have the courage to. I agree. What, what is uh we're rounding off to the last topic here. <laughs> See, this is this is the same. This is this is this is the cyber attack on my side. So the race to world first, right? Um, The race to world first is the new raid came out in World of Warcraft. We've talked about this ad nauseum at this point. Um, But I was talking about this on Monday where the uh, the hardest version of this raid has now come out and the top players in the world there are competing to to finish it. Um, Top the top team right now, the complexity limit. Uh, guild name limit picked up by uh, esports organization complexity a few years back um, is the is is the first place in the world at the moment. They have killed eight out of the ten bosses um, with the seventh or sorry the eighth boss uh, Sledgefist I think his name is Sledge whatever fuck Sludgy Boy um, taking over a hundred and sixty six attempts to kill, um, and that is about you know ten hours worth of actual legitimate gameplay. Um, of them doing it and now they're currently on attempt 103 uh, of the ninth boss so it's just that all the top teams in the world competing to finish it uh, and how long and how arduous and how broken this has been and and it's just it's just fun to watch dude i just get this when you were describing that i just get this image of people in like incredible gaming stations just uh, a bunch of them flew out to Texas to be at the GameStop support uh, performance center uh, and are uh, competing from there. Yeah. Herman Miller, Herman Miller sent every single one of the Raiders, um, uh, Herman Miller, uh, one of their higher end chairs. Um, there's a response for Herman Miller, blue, blue microphone, sent them all microphones. Like, yeah, there's, there's Logitech sent them all new, all new stuff. It's a very, very serious event. And um, I know. That's I, I just have this image of like, <laughs> I can't not not the weird hacker guy at Starbucks. Just, <laughs> that guy's my favorite. That guy's my fucking hero. I would shoot him if I ever saw him on my property. <laughs> like no questions asked. <laughs> I just picture people with like these intense rigs and these intense setups, man. Because everything you describe about WoW, everything you talk about in regards to these raids sounds more intense than anything i've ever heard like Dude. i understand the english words that you're using yeah. separately but <laughs> together it's, it's all confusing <laughs> so on uh on the last boss they i said 167 attempts they're the only only guild the only team in the world that is that has killed it all the other teams like uh, are stuck on that boss. Um, the team in second place, Echo, has has attempted it over two hundred and fifteen times. Uh, they're a European guild. Um, like they've attempted it o- over two hundred times, can't do it. 
like it is legit like legitimately you have to play it perfect zero mistakes and i like it that's why they that's why they call it progression rating right it's like even if you don't get to a a a better health number right like you're learning about the fight you're learning where the people have to stand you're learning where they have to be and these guys are so meticulous on on uh, how they play the game it's it is absolutely incredible dude you know what you just said that was really appealing because that's what you call a perfect run right like at some point yeah. statistically you're gonna get it right everyone's gonna fall run. in the right place and then there's never been a meme that's that described that better than that one where the guy is half dead on the ground with his thumb like up in the air it's like uh-huh. when you beat the boss with one xp left in the they, bank and i'm like there <laughs> was okay. i think it was either echo or pieces they the raid died when the boss had a thousand health left and now a thousand health in world of warcraft is literally one attack it, it one of the 20 people in the raid would have had to have hit this guy once and they died they wiped the raid with a thousand health left now that is that is what you call a perfect run the stars have to align everything has to be in order and it is it is very fun to watch. It's like you watch these guys do it a hundred times, and it's like okay, well, attempt thirteen, they got the boss to the lowest health, and eighty attempts since then, they haven't been able to replicate that. It's like no, the eighty attempts since then, they learned where he spawns, what path he walks on originally, um, what what timer the abilities are coming out right, like all of these little things, the nuances that they could use to then propel it. F- uh, further into the future and it's it's uh it's crazy it, it is absolutely insane it looks like a hell of a lot of fun um they're rating like 12 to 16 hours a day um now resets on tuesday right there's a chance that we hit monday and they kill this boss on monday and then have to then kill the final they haven't even gotten to the last boss yet Right, there's still another oh. boss left, and they don't kill the boss on Monday, and then they have to go through the entire thing again on Tuesday, right? So like we're we're staring down the pipe of like there's only three days or four days left. You've only, we're about the halfway point now. We're you know past halfway in the fights, but you know going back and killing Sledgefist again is not going to be easy a second time, right? Just because you did it once, you have to do that run now perfectly. Now killing bosses in Mythic having more bosses killed other than just the first eight will be helpful because more people will get better gear um they've already done all of their heroic runs so like there's the the tier below this is heroic uh and they've already done all the runs so they'll be able to do those again and get even more gear so like they'll be able to get more geared um and it will make it a little bit easier in the long run but it's still now we're going into week two of doing the same thing and seeing where it is now back in classic one of the bosses in classic took 87 days to kill and that is the top guilds in the world probably raiding six times a week five times a week something like that it took 87 days for the boss to fall um but that's that's the fun in it right just absolutely absolutely i can see i can relate to that 100 percent. people have asked me Steve, why do you look like you're not having fun playing God of War? I'm like, oh no, I'm having the time of my life. What you don't understand is I'm gonna beat this Valkyrie 
no matter how many times it takes. <laughs> at least one of these times, right? I'm gonna get it so down. Perfectly. This is remember when we were playing the division and we yeah. just kept getting wiped on that exact I, same I set. It. I love it. I love it. See, but yeah. that that's different than this, right? Yeah. This at least you're progressing and you're learning something, right? You're learning how the fight works. The farther you get into right. the fight, the more things happen, and you're learning how it works and how to get there and how to be the more efficient. Where in the division. It was just we didn't have the gear for it. Like there was, we were hitting a wall, and there was no way we were getting past it. We were not the Kool Aid Man. We were fucking. We were the Kool Aid Cup, and we were fucking breaking against that wall every single time. I would. So remember the first one when we uh we you said we weren't gonna beat it. We beat it when we were fight. We were in that all out skirmish, and we're like in a freight yard, and we finally perfect run. We finally got him. We took down that last guy that kept murking the both of us. It was the next one we did in Madison Square Garden. The first time we went in there, we made it up the escalator. Got killed shortly thereafter. We, made it up <laughs> we, we came in. We came no in problem. on a high, and then <laughs> yeah. we never got to that point ever again. And frankly, we were getting farther away. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. It just if I could just get the tour in the right place, <laughs> it's not gonna help. <laughs> no, that's that, that's cool, man. Um, there's one thing though about this right with uh the progression raids uh, what are the stakes any money involved in any of this stuff or? so not directly right there's not like a prize pool for whoever finishes this first right but limit was picked up by complexity complexity is a very large esports organization uh backed by jerry jones of the uh of the dallas cowboys right like he owns complexity right so they have paid raiders right these guys don't have to work they are paid to sit here and do this to be the world's first right and along with that along with being in one of these elite top guilds now they all have they all have pretty large streams two three four thousand play people at a time right and they're all streaming and like so yeah they're they're not directly but yes there is a level of uh of monetary value that does come from this for sure mm. <sighs> intense nothing has ever been as intense as watching or listening to people talk about wow not even runescape runescape i can follow along with man i was when I, the, your raid was fun to watch that's probably the funnest part from a from a normie's perspective that many people playing together attacking something at the same time it's 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 a it's amazing yeah that part is amazing uh so you're not going to stream any more of your own raids is i'll stream when i them? raid i'll stream when i raid but um i don't have any lined up at the moment okay you know i won't push you zach you know it's just like yeah 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 i agree it is all right steve take the people out of here man i think the show is over uh so you folks can find us first of all shout out to the audio listeners creeping to a thousand i do see that we're getting there and uh, i appreciate that every click every like every reshare all that stuff so you can definitely find us on anchor Every place you can download a podcast where they're talking with a dad. In some instances, it's talking with a dad, one word, or talking with a dad spaced out. I don't know. There's a sign. One word is the yeah. safe bet. One word is the safe bet. You can definitely find us on IG, talking with a dad. And if you look in the description of this video or any video or the about, there is a link to the Discord. Love the interaction there. Definitely have a Facebook page and a website, talkingwithadad.com. Monday coming up. MMA awards, man. We're gonna see who's gonna get the Razzle Award of the Year. Absolutely, I suspect I, I suspect I know who it is. Make sure you tune in for that live stream. And if you have any topics you want us to talk about, hit us up in the Discord. That is the best way to get in contact.